0: It is Saturday, February 17th, 2024, and welcome to another episode of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Richard Haynes. Thank you for joining me. I am the broker owner of Haynes Real Estate. We are a boutique residential brokerage here in the South Bay of Greater Los Angeles, where we cover the markets of Palos Verdes, Manhattan Beach, Redondo Beach, and Hermosa Beach on this show. I'm fired up for a little President's Day weekend episode for you guys. We have a lot of good data and updates to start. It will be a solo podcast, but next week we will have a special guest, and that special guest is the OG of real estate in South Bay, Steve Speer. He is a practicing real estate and business attorney, along with an active commercial real estate investor. He can tell you everything from real estate laws to how to approach buying or selling your home, or of course, investing in real estate. It's going to be one of our best episodes, you guys. So please be sure to join me next week when that episode's post. But for now, I've got some really juicy data, and this is one of those episodes that I'm always excited to do, but I have the latest housing affordability index number, which comes out every quarter from the California Association of Realtors. I love this number because it is typically the greatest forecaster of home prices, And has been really good over the last 20 or 30 years of forecasting if home prices should be going up or should be going down. So I have that number for you. And I'm also going to pair it with inventory levels to kick off 2024, as well as how interest rates are doing. Because to end 2023, you had lots and lots of real estate pundits talking about how inventory is definitely going to rise this year and how interest rates are going to come down. Uh, I didn't think the inventory could get as horrible as it was last year, and I didn't think interest rates could stay crazy high, but I don't think I was quite as aggressive as some of these pundits. It's still way too early, but as of now, um, those predictions are not coming true. Inventory is still low, and interest rates are actually higher to kick off the year. So I'll get to that in the moment. Um, So again, three three really big topics. Number one, the housing affordability index, where interest rates are now is number two. And then number three, inventory levels here in the South Bay. And all three of those topics really play off one another. So let's jump into it. Q4, housing affordability. Now, you guys... You probably heard me say this before, but I got to always say it for our new listeners or if you need a refresher, the California Housing Affordability Index measures how many people in the state of California can afford the medium-priced home. And how do they come to that measure? They come to that measure by taking the bell curve of incomes in the entire state, and then they take the medium-priced home and assume you have 20% down, and then they see How many people's incomes can support current interest rates, property taxes, and insurance under the current median price? And it spits out a number. Between one and 100 or zero and 100, which would be if it was at 75, it means 75% of the population in California can afford the medium priced home. I don't think that's ever happened. And if a number comes out as four, it means only 4% of California's population can afford the medium priced home. So that's how this number comes out. A little past history, um, back in the past few real estate recessions, 90s, 80s, the housing affordability index number reached around 17, 18% affordability, and then prices went down because just not enough people could afford homes. After the bubble popped and we hit the Great Recession, housing affordability, I believe, reached as close to 55%, meaning 55% of the state could afford those distressed medium-priced homes between basically, you know, 2010, 11, 12. Um, And then right before the Great Recession, the ultimate bubble, we did see affordability not fall into the high teens, but all the way down to 11%. And it got that low because of liar loans. So typically, high teens means we can't support prices anymore, anything above 30%. Uh, is normally a a time you got to think about buying. And of course, if you get into the 40s or 50s, like after or during the Great Recession, that is a generational time to buy. So without further ado, you guys, the Q4 2023 housing affordability index number is at 15%. It's the same as last quarter. And it's definitely a number to sweat about because as I mentioned, when we hit 17 or 18 percent in the past outside of the Great Recession, we always saw prices fall. So we are that at that flashing red level in the fact that only 15% of California residents can afford the medium price home. Medium priced homes in the 800,000 range. Of course, we're in the South Bay where uh, typically you see like one, three to three million. So it's even harder to afford a home around here. But that is not a great number, you guys. And I think what most pundits are hoping is that inventory levels rise. So it's not as much of a seller's market. And of course, affordability can get so much better if we see interest rates fall, and that's the thesis around a lot of economists with California real estate and the thesis around why a lot of people are still bullish on the housing market is because they believe interest rates are going to fall. And if that happens, then affordability is going to shoot up. But for now, we are at a scary number of 15%. Just some quick facts that came out with this new data. Medium price homes actually rose 5.9%. 5.9%. You guys, that's a wonderful clip compared to Q4 of 2022. It is now needed, or the annual income now needed to afford the medium priced home with 20% down, you need to make over $222,000 a year. You guys, that's a lot of money to make for a home just under $900,000. And then, of course, monthly payments reached over $5,500 a month, and that is based on a 7.39% effective mortgage rate. Rates are now lower than that, thankfully, because they peaked in the fourth quarter. Um, So hopefully that will help us with affordability on the next report. But right now it looks like we're at peak, peak um, uh, mortgage payments. Some other interesting facts before I get to the final thoughts on this. LA Metro is now notably less affordable than the Bay Area. Just 14% of LA residents can afford their homes compared to 19% of Bay Area residents. Nationally, US affordability increased slightly to 35%, which is good. And then affordability in Orange County and LA counties remains at 11%, just 11% of the population in LA and Orange Counties can afford the medium-priced home. My final thoughts here, guys, are, look, this is not a healthy number. It does make me nervous, um, and, and it's not sustainable, but the market takes a long time to change, and we don't have any distressed housing and a lot of people have rock bottom mortgage rates that they are sitting on or loads and loads of equity. So I don't think there's any immediate risk to the real estate market. But if supply were st- were to start to go up much much faster or we have a recession and there's major job losses or some distressed housing, then that's when we've got to get nervous. But I do think we have the better part of a year to work through this. So my hope is We start to see the affordability index rise now that interest rates aren't as high as they were in the fourth quarter, but we certainly need rates to fall um, further, and hopefully there is more supply to come up in the year. So that's the housing affordability index number, you guys, which will take me to topic number two, interest rates, which actually play a huge factor in this affordability number, but interest rates, you guys have been a big fat dud when it comes to 2024. Now, we're only a month and a half into 2024, but pundits were predicting that the Fed would cut rates six times. Some people doubted that and said three. But right now, the Fed has given no indication that they are going to cut. Inflation is, is coming down, or there is disinflation, um, but not fast enough. And the economy's still pretty strong, and the stock market's hitting all time highs. So interest rates haven't come down. Now, the peak of the 30 year mortgage, according to the St. Louis FRED data, was in October of 2023 at 7.79%. That is crazy. We're at, we were almost at 8% interest rates in October. But if you come to January, the beginning of January, January 2nd or whenever the markets opened again for the 30 year, interest rates were sitting at 6.62%. So people were feeling so much better from October. In December, they were right around that same level and they went rates are going to keep falling, Uh, go below six, maybe the fives and the market's going to do incredibly well in 2024. And that doesn't mean it won't. But fast forward to today, middle February, 30-year rates are at 6.77. So January, we started at 6.62 on the 30-year fixed mortgage rate, according to the FRED. And now we're up to 6.77, just 15 basis points higher. But we didn't expect to be higher. Everyone pretty much expected to be lower after seeing the fall from October And so I would say this is a minor disappointment. And without these interest rates falling, buyers simply can't come out of the woodwork like crazy unless rates fall. To further the interest rate problem, the strength in the stock market, inflation being sticky, the 10-year yield – So one of the biggest determinants of interest rates, obviously not directly to mortgage rates, but it does have an influence. The 10-year yield at the beginning of the year was at 3.94%. Fast forward to the middle of February, the 10-year yield is at 4.28%, you guys. That's 34 basis points higher, so much higher than the 12 basis points in 30-year mortgages. And, and so the 10-year is acting up. That's a much more liquid market, much, a, much larger of a market, even though the mortgage market's very large. Um, the 10-year is huge, and that is showing that the market is getting nervous that maybe there aren't as many interest rates coming or that interest rates may not fall. So... All very interesting, you guys. I do anticipate the housing affordability index number to fall in Q1 because we are not at our peak in October anymore. But how significantly will those rates fall and affect the housing affordability index number? If we stay flat right now, um, it may only help us by a point or two. And if medium price still continues to rise in the state, maybe that offsets it. So there's your interest rates, guys. Interest rates helped us from October to January, but essentially they are doing nothing to start off the year when people are gearing up to buy in the spring. And that is a problem. And moving on to the final topic of today inventory. If you guys read my weekly blog, you typically get podcast uh, uh, episodes and themes ahead of time. And I can dive into deeper data when it's written and you can read through it. But I did write a, a post on my weekly blog about South Bay inventory to kick off January. And there's just too many realtors that do their homework and go "Inventory's rising. Here we go. Like now's your chance. It's not necessarily the case. The data is mixed. When you break down the cities I cover from PV to Manhattan Beach, which are three cities in Palos Verdes and three cities at the Beach city, so Manhattan, PVE, Redondo, RPV, Rolling Hills Estates, and Hermosa Beach, it is mixed perfectly down the middle. Half have seen their inventory decline in January. The other half has seen their inventory increase in January. Now, that's just compared to inventory- in January of 2023, because it's silly to compare it to December, because inventory is almost always higher in January than December, because people don't like to list their homes during the holidays and the new year. Um, so, one month of data of, of inventory levels in such small cities. Uh, rather than statewide or nationally is kind of a silly comparison. But, you know, Manhattan Beach's inventory is down 2.7%, and and so is Redondo's by 5.5%. But then you saw a jump in Hermosa's at 16.7%, and PVE even is seeing higher inventory by 40%. Now, that's just January of this year compared to January of last year. I really like using quarterly data or larger, so don't put too much into this. But essentially, nothing is changing with inventory to kick off the year. And in February, I don't have the official numbers because we're in the middle, but I will tell you – the first week of February slow because it's the Super Bowl. Then you kick off the unofficial uh, spring selling season after the Super Bowl. But we had these huge rainstorms, so that pushed back a lot of listings. And I'm just not seeing the inventory come out yet in droves. It is coming more than December and January, but it's not like it's some insane February of inventory coming out. So really, you guys, to recap everything – the housing affordability index number at 15% is really an ugly, no good number that we don't want to see long-term. The market is strong with no inventory, uh, low interest rates, and no distressed sales. So I don't think there's anything to worry about. And I do think interest rates in the next calculation will be lower, which hopefully pumps us to a 16 or 17% number. But right now, the housing affordability index is not sustainable. I hope we can weather it over the next year, and really, we need interest rates to come down to keep this market stable. If not, by the time we get to 2025, we may be having some problems, but it is just the first month and a half, so not too much to weigh in. There will be a lot more discussion at the end of the first quarter or halfway through the year to really gauge where the markets are going. As far as interest rates, you guys, you heard it here. Interest rates are higher compared to the start of the year. Not by much, but many, many people expected it to keep its downward trajectory, and that just hasn't happened, and inventory levels are somewhat the same. So there you have it, you guys. That's the kickoff to the new year with some really valuable data that I hope you enjoy. If you have any questions, don't be afraid to email me, call me, DM me on Instagram, read the blog on Facebook, hit me up there, comment. Um, I'm here for you guys, and I hope you will join me with the legend Steve Spear next week. It's going to be an amazing episode. I never know where, if it, where it goes on whether it's home buying or investing or just really cool um, legal insights that everyone should know. Uh, I will be making sure you guys get an amazing episode out of Steve and we will see you then for the next episode of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. Have a great President's Day weekend and Happy start to your 2024. Take care.